Welcome to Book Clips, a weekly podcast featuring author readings, produced by the Lesbian Review, connecting lovers of lesfic with lesbian authors. You can find more information on this book in the show notes. And don't forget to help others find this podcast by rating and subscribing on iTunes, Podbean and Stitcher. Hi, this is author Abby Crofton, and I will be reading from the first book of my Say Yes series, Say Yes to the Cheerleader. In this scene, Haley has invited her crush Kate to her house for dinner and a study date. Yes, please come on in and have a seat, my mom said, gesturing to a chair by the kitchen table. The dining room table was full of papers and other stuff, and no one had bothered to clean up for that one extra person at dinner tonight. Anyway, I liked eating at the kitchen better. It was a lot cozier than sitting at the formal dining room table. Thank you so much for inviting me to dinner tonight, Mr. and Mrs. Suarez, Kate Monroe said as she took the seat that was offered. And I really appreciate Haley letting me use her notes for history, too, and for suggesting this study session. She threw me a smile. It's never too early to start studying for an exam. We are more than happy to have you here tonight, my dad said as he sat at the round table directly from across our guests. Haley mentioned that you were studying for history tonight. Are you having much trouble in the class? He asked her. Not really, she said. I like world history and I find it interesting, so it's actually one of my better classes. I was out for a doctor's appointment, and I missed some stuff though, so it's great that Haley can fill me in on the gaps. She turned back and looked at me, and I realized I was the only person still standing. An extra chair had been pulled up to the table, so it was a little bit more crowded than usual. Eddie was on one side of Kate Monroe, and on the other side was the last empty chair. I gingerly sat myself in the seat and tried my best not to touch her accidentally. This was going to be a long dinner. My parents were always good at keeping up a conversation. They talked about school and cheerleading and college plans as everyone filled their plates with food. I was silent for most of the back and forth, but when she mentioned that she was going to the same university as me, I chimed in. I'm going there too, I said. It was actually my first choice. My mom added her own thoughts. We're so happy that Haley will be going to school close by. How do your parents feel about you staying in school, Kate? She asked. My dad really wanted me to go out west, where he went to school, she said. But my mom is really happy that I'm going to be only a couple of hours away. Eddie, who had been meticulously constructing her tacos as the rest of us were talking, took a break from eating long enough to throw a verbal bomb in my direction. You and Haley should think about being roommates, she said. I wanted to kick her underneath the table, but my legs were too short, and Kate Monroe was sitting right between us. She was giving me this innocent expression, a little too innocent. There was no way my sister could know that I had a crush on Kate Monroe and was playing with me, right? Kate seemed to like the suggestion. Do you think we could do that? I thought roommates were random. Will you be staying on campus or in an off-campus apartment? She asked. Living with Kate Monroe in a dorm room would be torture. It would be sweet torture, but it would probably drive me crazy. I had seen the dorm rooms when I'd gone on a tour last year. Those things were old and tiny. Freshmen didn't get to stay in the new suites so we'd be stuck in the oldest buildings on campus. The dorm rooms just had enough room for two twin beds, two desks, and two dressers. Living in such a small pace with the most beautiful girl I've ever seen was unthinkable. 
as in my brain could literally not process the thought. I'll be on campus, I hesitantly said, not sure what I was going to say next. Luckily, my dad came to the rescue before I had to think of anything else. We just hope that she doesn't get stuck with the type of roommate I had in college. He was a great guy, but a horrible roommate. Messy, lazy, and always asking for money. My mom jumped in with a comment. Oh, I remember him. Despite all that, he was an okay guy. He always gave us the privacy when we needed it. My sister and I groaned at that. Eddie covered her ears with her hands. Please do not talk about your college dating life, she begged. We know how the story ends. It's a happy ending. I bet it was, I heard Kate Monroe say underneath her breath. She quickly looked up to see if anyone had heard her. We made eye contact, and she gave me a sheepish smile. Sorry, she whispered. Then there was another thing I discovered about her. She made dirty jokes sometimes. I smiled back at her. I didn't know how long we'd been smiling at each other before my mom asked me a question. Haley, why don't you and Kate go up to your room and finish your dinner while you start studying? That was when I noticed that we were the only ones with full plates of food in front of us. Kate had a mesmerizing effect on me. I was getting in these loops where I didn't know how much time had passed when I was with her. The entire dinner had gone by with me hardly eating anything and hardly noticing anything other than the girl I was sitting next to. She'd made me forget about my mom's tacos. If anyone had even suggested such a thing was possible, I would have laughed in their face. But here we were. At least I wasn't the only one who had neglected their dinner. Kate's plate was also full. It was a little disappointing that she didn't seem to like my mom's food. But I guess no one is perfect. Kate Monroe sure came the closest, though, at least to me. I looked at my guest, who was looking down at her plate, like she was surprised to see food there. She must have felt my eyes on her, because she looked up, and we were silently agreeing to my mom's suggestion. Okay, we'll get started studying upstairs, I said to the table. Kate was putting some more rice and beans on her plate as I stood up and grabbed my own plate. She was really so nice for trying not to hurt my mom's feelings by pretending to like her food. Thanks for making all this delicious food, Miss Suarez. I love tacos callejeros. She was busy setting her plate in on one hand and a drink in the other, so she didn't see my mom and dad's surprise, but pleased expressions that she knew about Mexican street tacos. And she had a pretty good accent, too. You're very welcome, Kate. Stop by any time you're in the mood for tacos. It's no problem whipping some up for you, my mom said with a smile. My dad sent her a surly side eye. As we were leaving with plates and hands, I thought I heard the word girlfriend from somewhere behind me. Then I hustled a little faster. My room is upstairs, I called out behind me as we made our way to the second floor. I was glad to see Kate couldn't see me flinch at that obviously redundant bit of news. She picked up her backpack as we walked, and before I knew it, we were at the door to my room. You have been listening to Abby Crofton doing a reading from my novel, Say Yes to the Cheerleader. Links to this book and my other books in the Say Yes series are available on my website at abbycrofton.com. Thank you. This has been an episode of Book Clips, a lesbian talk show podcast produced by The Lesbian Review. If you enjoyed this podcast, then please help others to find it by rating and subscribing on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. If you are an author interested in sending us a book clip, go to thelesbiantalkshow.com reading for more information.